0: welcome back to a new episode now we are continuing on from the last episode that we did and it was the a to z encyclopedia of extreme cinema and i went previously through a b c d g and now we're on to h through to i uh what else we got uh m n p -S 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 s T, W, and X. So that's what we're going to go through tonight. Now, I am going to be talking about the new Terrifier 2 film, so stay tuned for that. If you want to hear anything about that, then please stay to the end uh, because I've got a lot to say about that film. But moving on from where we last left off, we are going to start with the letter H in this episode, and we are starting with Hostel from 2005 now if you haven't seen the Hostel films you might want to check this out it is a damn good film it's got a lot of gore effects in it it's got a lot of blood involved so if you're a bloodthirsty or torture thirsty then you might want to give Hostel a watch uh there is a series of these films and to be honest with you i prefer the first one out of them all if i'm honest so hostel is your best go-to and that was directed by eli roth and he's a good director and he also featured in uh, a few films as well as himself so that's quite an interesting fact there for you i can't remember the last film he acted in but it was all about a tsunami and that was quite a while ago i in that film but he was in that film and he was a really good actor as well so I don't want to go into too much detail like I always say on every single podcast I don't want to go into too much detail about every single film I'm going to be talking about because I will be here forever I'm just simply reading off the movies that I highly recommend and if you really want to watch them you can check them out and obviously you can get in touch with me through social media on Instagram Sensory Stowers Facebook Sensory Stowers or even Fet life Sensory stars, And you can catch me over there. And I did post today. So as a little side note before we we'll continue on with these movies uh, for the rest of age. Um, you know, y- you can by all means send me a message on social media. And you might have saw what Halloween costume I've chose this year. Now, it's nothing like I've chose before. I've always just went on safe options. But this year, I really want to push the boat out a little bit. And actually got a mask. So... That's very exciting times and I am going to add fake blood and everything to it so look out for that but anyway moving on so that was Hostel from 2005 directed by Eli Roth now the next one is Human Centipede 2009 now you might be thinking to yourself Kirsty or Sensory that's what everyone calls me now Sensory this isn't supposed to be on the list or this is not you know, worthy of a list? Well, the reason I'm talking about The Human Centipede from 2009 is simply because when this movie came out, it was like nothing that had ever been done before. And what I mean by that is, um, there is obviously a lot of messed up movies out there in general, and I think The Human Centipede, you know, I take the mick out of it all the time, you know, Saint people it's not worthy of a list and whatnot but i just had to put it in there because i had to think back a little bit and really think about who my audience is you know yes we talk about a lot of messed up movies on our podcast but there is a lot of people out there you know that would find this movie very disturbing. So it's not exactly bloodworthy or anything like that, but it's very disturbing, especially the series of films. If you've watched them, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you sit back and think, you know, just because this to us is not worthy to be on a list, this very well could be the type of film that would unearth someone and that would scare someone potentially you know and let's be honest with you we are going off the topic of extreme cinema here for a minute but there is a lot of evil people out there that would potentially could potentially um do this sort of thing now i'm not saying that you know somebody would do something like this and i'm not saying that it's actually possible to do something like this but for example um Look at all these serial killers out there. Look at what they've been capable of doing. Now, the, the, you know it's really hard to explain. I hope I'm coming across in a, a somewhat understanding kind of way here. Um, it's it's really hard to explain for me. Um, but that's that's overall the reason I added it to this this list because for some people, this is very extreme and very out there. Shall I say? Uh, whereas like I said for us it's not that extreme but I did want to put this in the list I mean to be fair when I first ever watched it I needed to see what was going to happen at the end so it was kind of entertaining that way for me um I don't know about anybody else that's listened to this but it was very entertaining when I was watching it and at the end I was very disappointed but if if you have not seen this film I did not mean to spoil that for you um But I still haven't given anything away about it. And I'm not going to give anything away. I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening to this podcast right now have probably seen it. But you just never know. This podcast is now nearly all over the world. So for all I know, you might not have seen this film. So if you have not seen this film, please do me a big favour and give it a watch. And let me know what you think. And if you don't feel like it is worthy of this list, I do apologise. I'm just trying to think not just our um, fandom of extreme cinema folk but I'm also trying to think of people that you know are not really into these sort of films but you know they want something to just bring them into this genre if you will so it is a good introduction I suppose in a way in a certain kind of weird way it is an introduction to these kind of films what we watch basically so it's a it's sort of like the beginning step, I will, you know, of what what potentially they could uh, watch in the future. But anyway, but that was The Human Centipede. So, guys, I was just looking over my list and I just so happened to come across a movie in G, which I never mentioned. Uh, the last time we left off with Green Elephant from 1989. And there was one crucial film I forgot to mention in G... So after this movie, we are going to move on to I. And there's two movies in I, which I think are pretty reasonable for this list. They are in no shape or form um, that extreme, but they are worthy of this list. But we're going to go back to G. Um, I know I've went flipping forward to H there for a second. I do apologise, but I just have to mention this other film, beginning with G. And it is Gummo from 1997. If you haven't seen Gummo, I highly suggest you go and watch it. There is one particular scene I think everybody talks about that's seen this film. um, About this little boy who's sitting in a bathtub full of dirty water and he's got um, a tree on the top of his bathtub with a bowl of spaghetti and one of the spaghetti pieces falls into the dirty water and he picks it out and he eats it. I think every single person that I've ever spoken to that's seen Gomo in this fandom have spoke about that particular scene. But there is a lot of other messed up scenes in this film that would make you very uncomfortable. Um, They would make you feel dirty. So this is definitely a film for the list and uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely highly recommend you go and check out Gummo if you can. And that is Gummo from 1997. Now we're going to flip past H, what we've just talked about. And we're going to move on to I. Now the first one on my list is Ichi the Killer from 2001. Now this is a Japanese film. And for all those out there that don't know this, I have grown a massive love for Japanese extreme cinema. They just do it so well. I mean look at um Audition the the film Audition is in my top five for sure I know my films flip around quite a lot because I've got quite a few favorite films to be fair um but Audition is definitely in my top five along with a Serbian film but I don't know what it is but if you look at the this is how I describe the film's that or like audition and ichi the killer is they are very artistically done the craftsmanship that goes into these films is beyond like any other film in the extreme cinema that you're going to watch i mean of course you have all the like caught on video type of films like august underground and stuff and they are masterpieces in that one right but when it comes to japanese film um it it's just they just push the boundaries a little bit and you know they are fantastically done so like i was saying with the film audition um takashi miki who directed audition if if you don't know um he is a fantastic director and just like ichi the killer um this is another takashi miki films um And like I said, he's absolutely fantastic. He's probably one of my favourite directors of all time. And I would love, love, love to interview this guy. And he's also done other films like Visit IQ and Battle Royale. Uh, And he's done a a few other films as well that are quite mainstream, if you ask me. And his movies range from, oh my god, to extreme, to um, action, you know, drama, but it's all intermingled together at the same time. So his craftsmanship going into them films is absolutely fantastic. But that's Ichi the Killer from 2001 from Takashi Miike. And now my other film in I is Irreversible from 2002. Now if you don't know um, um, Irreversible from 2002, um, you may... Know the director. Um, if you are into extreme cinema, you'll know the director, and his name is Gaspar No. Um, he's done a lot of movies that are mainstream and everything. And Gaspar No um, does a fantastic job as well for Irreversible. Uh, And there is one particular scene in this, uh, revolving a woman in an underground tunnel. Now, this a lot of people um, compare this film Irreversible to I Spit on Your Grave, for example, with the rape scene. Now, I will say, however, I get that Irreversible has, I'm just going to say this, a longer rape scene involved because you are constantly watching it and it's just the one rape scene, but it's really extended. Whereas, um, I Spit on Your Grave, um, there is a number of different rape scenes in this and it's it's a brutal movie. So if you haven't seen um, I Spit on Your Grave, by the way, um, you might want to check that out. But Irreversible was put in this list Simply because when I first ever seen it, it was very strange to me. The film is reversed, uh, just so you know. So the credits that are supposed to be at the end are actually at the beginning. And the start of the film that's supposed to be at the start is at the end. So that's what's different about this movie. You know, Gaspar No really thought about this and he put his spin on it. Now we are going to move to the next two, which is M. Now for M, the first movie I've got on my list is Men Behind the Sun and it's from 1988. And these are, um, there is a film series for um, Men Behind the Sun and it's a Chinese film series. There's four of them all together. Um, the first one, Men Behind the Sun, and then The Laboratory. Um, let me just check on my uh, notes right here. Uh, on my notes, yeah, so I've wrote on my notes The Laboratory of the Devil. So The Men Behind the Sun was 1988. Uh, and then number two, which was Laboratory of the Devil, which was from 1992. And then Destroy All Evidence, 1994. And then The Nanking Massacre from 1995. So if you've seen the first one, you'll probably have heard of the, the other three. But if you haven't seeing the other three, then I highly recommend you watch them as well. But specifically on this list is Men Behind the Sun from 1988. And the reason I added this to my list is because, A, it's it's based in a concentration camp, um, and it's a secret Japanese base in for, in, in 1945, I believe, um, and there's experiments getting taken place in this film. Now, this... This really does remind me a lot of, like, the Nazis and stuff like that. I don't want to go too much into all the Nazi stuff, uh, for obvious reasons, but it's it, it's very, I believe, it's very loosely based off of the Nazis, if you ask me, but it's the Chinese version of it, and it's based with all these Chinese people in it. And the, you know, I, I've always had a fascination with, like, these types of films, um. Not only because they are graphic, brutal, um quite in depth, I might add um, it, it does give you a real sense of shock when you watch these films, even though you know they 're fake um, it, it, to know that this could be actually based on a true story or inspired by a true story is kind of what 's scary about it if you ask me but that 's the first reason I added it, but the second reason I added it is because this is the most common film known in the extreme cinema fandom. Um, and i had to add it to my list and i had to mention those other three movies as well that led on from the men behind the sun but that uh, is definitely a movie that you should check out and the franchise so if you have seen men behind the sun or any of these movies that i've recommended um, as well as in the other episode then please let me know on social media i will be happy to um Take in all your information, and if you would like to be featured on this podcast to talk about your favorite horror movie or extreme cinema, then you can send an audio recording in the Anchor app. All you need to do is just download Anchor, follow my podcast, or find it, and then you can send me a direct message on there. Or if you would prefer to send over social media, just do a voice recording and I can add it from there, so it's not a problem. So please send in your voice notes if you want, or you can even send me an email. If you would like to know my email, I will let you know at the end of this podcast what my email is. But moving on, the next movie in M we have is Murder Said Pieces from 2004. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I do love this film. Don't get me wrong. That's why it's on the list. But... <laughs> oh, When I first watched this movie, I recognised a familiar face in this movie. And I thought he looks really familiar you know and I found out it was Tony Todd and for those that don't know Candyman is my favorite film series of all time apart from Terrifier which I'm going to go into at the end of this podcast but Tony Todd is my favorite Candyman of all time and yes I have seen the newest version of Candyman it's not bad. It it's it's an alright film. I love how they um brought in um coloured people. May I say that? I do apologise if that comes across racist. I am not racist at all. I'm all for all kinds of people. Um, I'm not racist at all. Saying that twice. Um, I love people of all colours. Okay, I love people of all you know, nationalities and everything like this. But I'm I'm just going to say nationalities. I'm really glad that they introduced nationalities into this film as well as a lot of LGBT um sequences in there. I really loved the movie for that. And Tony Todd did feature at the end as Candyman, which was pretty cool. But when I talked about Candyman today, um, but I would love to talk about Candyman in a different episode but yeah, but Murder Said Pieces, um, I seen Tony Todd and I was just like, wow, like, people need to hear about this. So I'm really glad I've had the opportunity today to uh, talk about Murder Said Pieces. And it is a really good film. It's based on a German serial killer. And there is a, a nasty reference in this film as well. So yeah, so that is Men Behind um, Murder Said Pieces, not Men Behind the Sun, Murder Said Pieces. Now, we're going to move on to N. So now we are going to be talking about the letter N and the two movies I have in particular is two movies that I revisited uh, not that long ago actually and it's Necromantic from 1987 and Necromantic 2 from 1991. Now... I have previously talked about Necromantic in uh, previous episodes on this podcast. So I'm not going to go heavily into these films, but just know that they are on this list for a reason. And yeah, there's no denying it's with they are worthy to be on this list. But yeah, but my end recommendations was Necromantic uh, 1 and 2 from 1987 and 1991. Now I'm going to move on to P. Now, these two movies I'm going to mention are very much in the extreme cinema world, but they are not very well talked about anymore. And it is Pink Flamingos from 1972 for number one. Now, Pink Flamingos, Pink Flamingos. This, I always remember for years, people talking about it. And I always remember watching this guy on YouTube talking about it. And he was probably one of my favourite YouTubers at the time. But obviously over the years I've forgotten who it is. And otherwise I would uh, tell you his name, his YouTube name anyway. But I've forgotten his name unfortunately. And I remember him talking about it and I remember him selling me on this film um and the way he explained it saying that this person was so fucked up and everything like this and what this person did um it's this person is on a race um to become the most disgusting person in the world and the things that she does um or he does drag queen may i add um yeah i'm not too sure about that one um, I just watched the film and I really, really enjoyed it for what it was, how messed up it was. So, to me, this movie isn't just extreme, but it's on more of the lighthearted side of things, uh, more of a dark humor. I'm going to say. Um. So yeah. So if you're into that sort of thing, then give it a watch and let us know what you think. And then the next film for P is Poughkeepsie Tapes from 2007 now let me tell you something now when I first watched this movie it fascinated me beyond my core and the reason for this is is because it's based on a serial killer um, who caught his killings on tape and it was in Poughkeepsie in America where it happened and that's why it's called Poughkeepsie Tapes now, forgive me if I'm butchering that name, Poughkeepsie, is that how you say it? If you're from America and you know how to say the city name or you know all about this uh, situation or this film, then please, please, please don't hesitate to uh, send me the information. Um, I would love to know more about Poughkeepsie Tapes, that's for sure. But yeah, but if you don't know what it is, go and check it out and let me know what you think again. Now, I am going to leave... The list of movies there because i do want to talk about terrifier 2 and i don't want to take up too much of your time so without further ado we will go on to the stwx on the next episode and i promise you it will not be as long as what this one has took i promise I have a few days off, I've got Thursday off this week, so I'll do it on Thursday, and then it'll be up and running for Friday. So yeah, so keep your uh, ears peeled for that. Now, when it comes to Terrifier, let me tell you. So, when we are talking about Terrifier, I remember um, the first ever t- um, I seen the first film, Terrifier, which was from 2016. And that was a standard rating of 18 and it was 1 hour 25 minutes long. And let me tell you, I absolutely loved the first Terrifier. Absolutely loved it. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure Art the Clown is the same clown as what was in All Hallows Eve. Please correct me with that. I have seen the film, but I, I, it's been that long ago since I've seen it. So I might have to revisit that one. Um But yeah. But... Terrifier, it's, I absolutely loved it. It it was very original. Arch the Clown was like no other clown we've seen before. The only other clown that we have seen before, I would say that was like a killer clown, I would say is John Wayne Gacy. Because um, as everybody does know or might not know um, that's listening to this right now, that if has known me for a long time, especially on social media, you'll know that... Or you may be unaware that i am really fascinated with serial killers and i've watched all the documentaries of all the serial killers uh, including john wayne gacy and they fascinate me beyond my core and this is why i have a deep fascination with all things crime and everything like that so the first ever si- time that i'd seen Terrifier, i remembered about john wayne gacy and that's what made me revisit the john wayne gacy uh, files now the the film Terrifier, like I said, the only other clown that was saw was Johnny Gacy, but this Terrifier film was very original. He had a lot of dark humour, comedy about him, and that's what I loved about his character in this film. Not only was he, um, you know, <laughs> a bludgeoned killer, but uh, I'm sorry to say, but you can't help but like the clown. Like, <laughs> I know you shouldn't because he's, he's a killer, right? Um, and he does bad things in this film, but it's just a film, you know? And it's just a character. And yeah, I absolutely love that film. And I remember re-watching it like four or five times and I've absolutely loved it. And after I seen it, I wanted to be uh, Art the Clown for Halloween. Uh, never came off, but <laughs> I've always wanted uh portray being Art the Clown. But unfortunately I can't do it this year either because obviously I have my Halloween costume already and I, you know, I went out of my way to get this outfit so I don't really want to have to change my mind now. Uh, but yeah, but when I seen Terrifier 2 just tonight, um, I did not know that Terrifier 2 was a thing, funny enough. um, It's... I, I didn't even know it was released or anything. I never heard anything about it. Normally I'm shit hot with all the new uh, premieres of horror movies and stuff and I just blatantly just never seen anything about Terrifier 2. But Terrifier 2 is from this year 2022, rating of 18 and it's 2 hours and 18 minutes long. Well after watching this film it doesn't seem like it's 2 hours 18 minutes long, I'll tell you that much. It It seemed like roughly about an hour's long, really, when you think about it. Um, Well, especially if you enjoy the film as much as what I did. It it just flew over. Um, Obviously, it did take about that long. Maybe it's a bit more to watch it because I was talking to somebody else along the lines of watching it. So I had to stop watching it a few times because I wanted to really see what was going to happen. So, Terrifier 2 top of my list my number one favorite horror movie of this year hands down uh the director damien did a fantastic job with this film and the actors as well the actors did an absolute fantastic job and i tell you something right now the main actress wow sienna wow like lauren lavera i think that's what you call her uh, she did an absolute fantastic job at the end of this film. I loved her for that. And she seemed like a real-life superhero. Um, if, <laughs> now, I would love to interview this director, Damien, because I would love to know the whole inspiration behind the outfit that Sienna wore in this film is a Halloween costume, making it look like she was a superhero. Um, It's honestly the gore was on point there was loads of gore in this there was a lot more in your face killings in this which i absolutely loved and to be honest with you it's not very often i love a second movie more than the first one i still love the first one that's what got me hooked on art the clown um that will never ever lose a place in my list um at all but terrifier 2 is for the win I don't think any other horror movie this year can compete with Terrifier 2. Just hands down. I don't think we will get another one like it. It's it's a very... Um, it's a movie of its own, if that makes sense. Like This movie is going to be a favourite for years and years to come. I can feel it. Now, I did have a look at how long the difference was between the first and the second film and the first one was 2016 and this was 2022 so that's 16 19, 20 21 22 so six years apart now will we have to wait another six years for a terrifier 3 because let me tell you after watching terrifier 2 i've got a feeling there's going to be a number three in the making and i would not be surprised if they start doing it now you know, um I would love to see a Terrifier 3. I would I would love it. I would be sad, however, if Art the Clown wasn't in Terrifier 3. But I I can't see anything to ruin it for you because it's just newly out and a lot of people probably haven't seen it yet. So I I really hope there's a Terrifier 3 with Art the Clown in it. Uh that's all I'm hoping for for the next one. But please, please, please don't. If if Damien, the director, is listening to this, please, 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 make a Terrifier three a lot quicker than the last one. Please, <laughs> I am. I'm just gonna say I am obsessed with the clown from Terrifier, or uh, the clown. He's a great actor in this, and the actor who played Art the clown did a fantastic job as well. Like, he just, it brings so much, like, creepiness to the screen. Like, I've never seen before. Like, a killer. You know, I mean, we'll love Freddy Kroger, don't get me wrong. We'll love Michael Myers. You know, we'll love all those killers. But, Art the Clown stands out above the rest. Completely differently, though. You know, he is not on the level of Freddy Kroger, Michael Myers, um, or Jason... But he's in an element of his own, if that makes sense. I hope that comes across understandable for you. But yeah, I really hope we see a Terrifier 3 in the next few years even. You know, it's I'm obsessed. Even if they made short movies for social media with Art the Clown, I think that would be absolutely amazing to see and i would definitely follow it and i would definitely reshare this uh the videos so that's for sure so if damien's listening to this please incorporate somehow this on social media maybe it's like a behind the scenes um funny scenes that you know never got put into the film and stuff like that that is a really good idea to um to have right there damien if you're listening but yeah but if any of the actors and uh, actresses or maybe is, like listening to this then you did a fantastic job good on you and the kill scenes oh my god put it this way my adrenaline was going the whole time and i've never had that from extreme cinema before never have i ever <laughs> apart from XXX. Web. but that's for another uh that's for another story time but yeah, but I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, if you have any information about any of the films that I've seen, especially the Boughkeepsie tapes, then please let me know on social media. Um, I did mention that I was going to give them my uh, email if you wanted to email in, anything like that. But I think it would be just as easy to send them on social media, if I'm honest, and then that way I can just transfer it straight over uh, to uh voice recordings like I am doing now so if you've got anything at all you want to talk about serial killers crime um extreme cinema horror movies like this then please 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 get in touch it is you after all that makes these podcasts what they are so if it wasn't for you I wouldn't be doing this so yeah so that's it for tonight and I hope you have a good rest of the night whatever you're doing And don't forget to follow me on social media, which is Century Stowers. That's on all social media. You can't go wrong. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye.